Spring in Canada, it's a wonderful time of year. The weather gets warmer, the days get longer, and nature seems to wake up from its winter slumber. But for those of us who live near rivers or on low-lying land, the arrival of spring can also mean the beginning of a less joyous season, flood season. Each year, flooding affects hundreds of thousands of Canadians and causes millions of dollars in damage. The Government of Canada, including Natural Resources Canada, plays a role in helping people affected by potential floods manage the risks. Find out more on today's episode of Natural Elements. This is Natural Elements, and I'm your host, Lisa Edwards. Natural Elements is a new podcast series brought to you by Simply Science, which is Natural Resources Canada's online magazine. Like our sister podcast, Ask Anarchan, we talk to our experts about the work they do and how it relates to what's happening around us. While Ask Anarchan features in-depth discussions, Natural Elements offers you a quick overview, giving you a taste of the topic and letting you know where you can find more information. We have a new schedule for our two podcast series. Our Ask Anarchan episodes will be released on the first Tuesday of the month, with episodes of Natural Elements on the third Tuesday. Make sure to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Let's turn to today's topic. Floods are the most frequent natural hazard in Canada. Although they're a natural part of healthy ecosystems, they can also cause human hardship and economic loss. For some background on floods, here's Simon Tolstruc-Leclerc from Natural Resources Canada's Emergency Geomatics Service. Floods in Canada, they, they mostly happen in the spring and they can, can be caused by a lot of different factors. Mostly they, they occur because of the snow melt and the heavy rain that some spring sometimes uh, know. They can be accentuated by, let's say, the, the soil saturation in water that was pre-existing uh, in autumn, for example, or, uh, or even uh, river ice jamming. Taken individually, each of those factors might not create a flood, but when you com- combine them all, that's when you potentially have a, a recipe for disaster. In certain situations, local governments will seek help to manage flood risks. When there's a major event that happens, well, the municipal and provincial public safety authorities will eventually request or ask for the help of the federal government to have access to some assets and resources that they don't necessarily have. At Natural Resources Canada, within the emergency mapping service, we use the Canadian satellite that's called RadarSat2 to do the uh, mapping of flood extent in near real time. That means generally four hours. As the images are acquired by the satellite, NRCAN receiving station in Inovic and um, Prince Albert and in Getsnow and Cantley uh, will receive the data that will be downlinked by the, by the satellite to our receiving station. And from that point on, we use our algorithms and our tools to extract the flood extent. Those flood extent layers or maps are then published and redistributed to the general public, but also to our public safety partners. These maps can prove to be quite useful to the people on the ground who need to quickly make informed decisions to minimize flood damage. So when the imagery is acquired and we create a map out of, uh, out of those images, we usually we create map packages that we share with our partners and those packages can be, uh, well, 
it's either little files that you can load up on your computer or your phone or uh, through just web pages, right? And um, and without these images, uh, our well, our public safety officials wouldn't know exactly where the the floods are, right? One of the main advantages of looking at the Earth from space like that is it enables you to discover those, those impacted areas before uh, being able to actually visit it for real. Although floods can be unpredictable at times, this satellite imagery makes it possible to do some forward planning. We can't know for certain that a certain area will flood or not, but uh, sometimes we do know that there are some areas that are more at risk than others, which is the case usually for uh, the Red River or the St. John River in New Brunswick, because these areas have tended to flood frequently in the past. And so uh, we're kind of always more at the ready for those areas. So we plan in advance to be able to do some river ice monitoring, and we plan in advance the satellite acquisitions that would enable us to be able to map more quickly the floods if they were um, to come. In 2019, the Government of Canada will launch the Radarsat Constellation, which is a series of three identical Earth observation satellites. These new satellites will greatly improve our ability to assist governments and emergency workers in responding to floods. One of the things that is uh, coming up, well, it's the, the new Radarsat uh, Constellation mission. And so right now with Radarsat 2, with our, we are a bit limited. We are only able to get an image every two, three days or, or so. But with the Radarsat Constellation, we'll be able to get an image every, every day. And so that will enable us and the responders to have a better view of what's going on in the field and, and really get a sense of the evolution of a situation. And, um, and they'll be able to better uh, respond because they have better information that is more timely at their disposal. The flood maps developed by our Emergency Geomatics Service can be of use even after the floods have receded. We also keep all these uh, layers in, a, in an archive. And that archive can be used by scientists and, uh, and other land planners to know uh, what has happened in the past to help them take better decisions and inform um, future land planning. If you live in an area that's prone to flooding, make sure you take the necessary precautions. We strongly recommend visiting our Flood Ready page on the Government of Canada website. Links to flood maps produced by our Emergency Geomatics Service, as well as information on flood research and mapping at NRCAN, can be found in the episode description. Please subscribe to the Simply Science podcast channel to make sure you don't miss future episodes of Natural Elements or its sister podcast, Ask NRCAN. If you want to learn more about the great scientific work that we do at Natural Resources Canada, check out our Simply Science website for great articles and our Simply Science YouTube channel to see our experts at work. Those links will be in the episode description as well. Thank you everyone for listening. We'll see you next month with a brand new episode.